Amen. All right. We're going to have the uh, children dismissed downstairs at Junior Church. And we got the nursery down there as well. For the rest of us up here, we are going to be in Proverbs chapter 22. I want to start off with this. If you're here this morning and you have doubts on who Jesus is, let him prove himself to you. He will speak to you. God speaks for himself. False gods and idols, they don't speak. They can't prove themselves. And you don't need to doubt. Just ask him. He'll prove himself strong to you. Jesus will set you free. He has power to set you free. Amen. And when he sets you free, when the Son of Man sets you free, you shall be free indeed. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. We have an amazing Savior who reigns as King of kings and Lord of lords. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Proverbs 22, when you find it, we're going to read a few verses here. Uh, verses 3, 4, and 5, Proverbs 22. When you find it, if you would, stand with me in respect to God's word. Proverbs 22, and I pray that this is a help to you this morning. Um, It's been a help to me. The Lord showed me this. As a church, we grow together. I grow, you grow, we all grow together. We get blessed together. We cry together. We pray together. That's what a church family is. Proverbs 22, verse 3. The Bible says, A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Uh, Nobody likes being punished the feeling you're in trouble. Sometimes I'll, I'll go to one of you and say, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And you get that face like, uh-oh, what did I do? I'm, I'm not here to punish anybody. You know, that's not my place. I'm here to, I'm here to encourage and uh, help build you up and point you to Christ. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. If you seek those things uh, without the fear of the Lord, you will be empty. And those things will be the very things that destroy your life. Look at the Hollywood stars filled with, they may be rich, they may have fame, but they have nothing. So much more that they fill themselves with drugs and often commit suicide. Don't be deceived with the things of this world. Verse 5, thorns and snares are in the way of the forward. He that doth keep his soul shall be far from them, shall be far from those thorns and shall be far from those snares. Let's pray. Father, help us all, Lord. Give us wisdom. Open our hearts, Lord. Open the eyes of the blind. 
Lord, open the hearts of the foolish and help us all, Lord. We're just people. There's no one in here, Father, that's great. We need you. We need you more than ever. And I pray you help us all, Lord. In spite of who we are, in spite of our shortcomings, reach way down as far as you need to to get to us, to our heart, and grip us. Don't let us go. Even if we try to run, please, Lord, may the chain of grace set us free. Pray you bless us. Thank you for always being there for us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Do you know why we pray in Jesus' name? That's what the Lord said. If you ask anything in my name, uh, it, it will be done. I'll give it. And we pray. We claim Christ. We can't claim ourselves. You know, a lot of people have high standards for one another. If you have high standards for me, uh, you're going to be let down. <laughs> I'm just letting you know now. Uh, in my mind, I... Listen, I have high standards for myself, and I let myself down. That might be one of you, too, right? Like, I'm going to do this. You know, tomorrow I'm going to clean out that garage. I'm going to get it all done. Yeah, right. You didn't do anything. Tomorrow I'm going to get all the yard work done. Nope. You got one thing done, and you got a phone call, and you sat on the couch. Right? That's how we are. We, we, keep our, we get high standards for ourselves. But then we apply those same standards to somebody else, and... Point the finger when they, they didn't fulfill your standards. Spouses will, will set standards for one another. And you, you will not find your, your all in me. You're not going to find your all in yourself or one another. Uh, we all have our shortcomings. But you will find your all in Christ. He doesn't have any shortcomings. He will never let you down. And even though uh, Christ can't find his all in us, he still chose us. He still wants us. He realizes who we are. And we need to realize who each other uh, is too, as well, and help one another, be there for one another. The Bible says, a prudent man foreseeth the evil. What does the word prudent mean? What does the word prudent mean? A prudent uh, man is a, somebody who's cautious, somebody who has practical wisdom. Not just wisdom up here, but was able to apply it to their life. And that only comes through the word of God. And because the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. Somebody who has a healthy respect uh, for the Lord. And that's one thing that is getting less and less of. Uh, I knew a church that uh, they were in uh, the projects of Chicago. And if you, were, if you had your Bible in your hand, they let you go. They didn't. They wouldn't bother you. Everybody had respect for somebody who was there to maybe reach the families, reach the kids. Uh, but that's getting less and less. And it wasn't just about the people. It was about, you know what, because we, we need the Lord. We need the Lord in our lives. And, yeah, we're a mess, but we need Christ. We need, we need more of him. We need more of the word of God. And we need to, as people, have that fear of God in us, a healthy fear. It's not a terrifying fear. It's a respect. I need the Lord. I'm here Sunday morning because I have a fear of God. I know that he'll bless me for my time. Nothing takes precedence over Christ, especially on a Sunday morning. I'm going to dedicate that time to the Lord. I don't care what it is. I don't care if I get the best job opportunity. I'm not going to do it. I don't care if I uh, uh, have to do anything, any personal things. I'm putting the Lord first. 
And that's what fearing God is. And the more fear you have of the Lord, God is then able to put you in a position where he can instill wisdom within you. It's the beginning point of wisdom. And if you don't have that fear of God, you cannot expect yourself to be a wise person. The Bible says, but the simple pass on and are punished. Why does everything always uh, fall in my life? How come things never work out? How, how come everything just gets messed up all the time? How come I go one direction, it just collapses? You need a fear of God. You got to put a fear of God in your heart. Get a fear of God and allow God to start changing you, changing your heart, changing who you are into what he's really made you to be. God has made you uh, special in his eyes, and he wants to perfect that beauty in you. But it's our sin that perverts our way. It's our sin that uh, destroys that path. But the Bible says a prudent man, he foresees the evil, and he hides himself. That evil. Now, that, that's not, uh, uh, well, it could be. Hey, uh, you want to smoke this with me? No, not that. I mean, that's basic Christian 101. No, you don't smoke that. And if you do, you stop. And if you are doing it, no more. Ask God for forgiveness. Amen? The, the basics. You, pick, you drinking that again? Put it down. I know that that's, that's not what I'm getting into this morning, but the evil way. Uh, it goes uh, further than that. It's the broad way. The Bible says that leadeth to destruction. And we often uh, would like the broad way. It seems like it's an easier path to take oftentimes. Uh, not having to resist ourselves and the devil, you just give in. But it's the harder way. The way of fools is a hard way. If you've ever given your life over to sin, it's hard. It's hard not only on the outside. The Bible says it's giving your life and your years over to the cruel. It's a hard way not to live for God. It's easier to live for the Lord. It's a fight against your flesh, but it's easier to live for the Lord than it is to live for your flesh. It's easier to live for the Lord than it is to live for this world. Because the weight and the, the life without the joy and the life without the peace is much harder to bear than it is fighting against your sin and fighting against uh, this world and fighting for what is right. Because when you fight for the Lord, he's with you. He fights with you. But the prudent man, he foresees that. A man that is cautious. A man that applies, man or woman that applies the fear of God. I'm not going to allow the devil to take me out of my prayer life. I'm not going to allow the devil to have me stop reading my Bible uh, because uh, somebody's trying to get into my life. I'm not going to have the devil try to get me out of church. It's where God's building me up. I'm going to keep on fearing God. I'm going to keep on walking with God. Now you are at a position. And what I want to talk about this morning is regretting tomorrow. Regretting tomorrow. And what I, what I mean by that, I found that in my life. I look back when I was 20. I look back in my teenage years and said, man, I, I should have I done this. I should have uh, maybe applied myself more in this field. And when I was 25, I looked back when I was 20 and said, man, I should have spent more time here and I should have. And when I was 30, I looked back when I was 25 and I said, man, I should have uh, not given my life over to the, that much work and maybe 
invested here. And, and when I was 35, I looked back when I was 30. And I noticed this pattern, and it's just going to continue unless I do something about it. And I will have regrets tomorrow about today. And I see the same thing. I'll see parents, man, I, I wish I was more there for my children. Well, how about your grandchildren? It's not too late for that. And so forth. And we will always have regrets unless we allow the Lord right now to change us. And we can do something about that we won't have regrets tomorrow. Regretting tomorrow. You can allow the Lord to make something great of you. You know, God did not slack when he made you. They had questions with the, uh, the crippled man. I believe it was the crippled man. It was either the crippled man or the blind man. I always if you get confused. Uh, but the, 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 the people asked, Lord, who did sin, this man or his parents? Jesus said, it's not about that. We're all sinners. But he said that, that the Son of Man may be glorified. And Jesus healed that man. I believe it was the, uh, the crippled man. Get up and walk. Blind man. Blind man. Open, that, open your eyes. And he, he, he uh, saw. Amen. And the Lord was glorified through his handicap. And he said, why did God make me like Why am I like this? That God may get glory from your life. Whether you're blind or not blind, whether you, you, you can walk or not walk, God still requires the glory from your life. And he wants to make of you something great for his honor and glory. A prudent man, he can foresee the evil. That's the future. Where can you see in your future where you will regret when you look back today? What can you change today? Where, where can you allow God to change you today so that five years from now you're not looking back? What can you do for God today so that five years from now you're not regretting and say, man, I should have given God more today? That's what keeps me driving forward. I don't want to have regrets tomorrow looking back today and then continue that same process until I die. And then it's too late. You can... Check yourself today in with the Lord and say, Lord, do a work in me. Let's break this down real fast. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and he hides himself. There's only one place to hide, and that's under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen? That's under uh, the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord hid Moses in the cliff of the rock. Amen? We need to hide ourselves in Christ. There is no way to hide uh, where to hide but in Christ. That's where you have forgiveness. That's where you have the power. That's where you have the strength. You will never find your all in you. You will never find your all in, in your spouse or in your friends or anything else or in this world. But you will find your all in the Lord Jesus Christ. You must hide yourself in him. You must spend time with him. Get to know him. He knows you. Get to know the Lord. Hide yourself in the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you don't, the Bible says you will pass on. And you will be punished. Punished because of the lack of wisdom, the lack of fear of God, the lack of uh, spending time with God. We're often, we reap what we've sown. And then we cry out, Lord, uh, I don't like this. I don't like what I'm reaping here. God always has mercy. He's good. We don't need to uh, proclaim uh, judgment all the time. We know it. We know it. Uh, 
Don't cross the street. You get hit by the car. I don't need to say, you sh I told you, you shouldn't have crossed the street. No, you know it. You got hit, buddy. Let me help you up now. Now it's time to help you up. And we know, we know what we're reaping because we know what we've sown. We know when we let the devil in. We know when we stop reading our Bible. We know what we, what we did. The devil reminds us. Our guilt reminds us. But Jesus is there to love you, forgive you, help you up. But he does want to say, if you go this way, you're going to get punished. Don't go that way. Change. Allow me to help you. Fear me. Love me. Walk with me. I love you. Prudent man, he can see all this, and he hides himself in the Lord. But the simple, they pass on and are punished. By default, without Christ, it's what our life is. It's a hard life. Bible says in verse 4, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. We want the riches, we want the honor, and we want life. But without fear of God, uh, that will be all perverted, twisted. Perverted means twisted. Through humility. What's humility? The Bible says that Christ humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Humility is the absence of pride. Now, I know me because the Lord pointed out, I'm so prideful, very prideful man. Just the other day, in fact, it was last night, I was exhausted, tired. I mean, tired where my eyes were burning. Everybody, anybody ever get that feeling? I get, I get like a bad like headache and my eyes burn and you... Uh, you're just done. Your mind's off. It's turned off. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to take a shower and I'm going to jump right in bed. I'm done for the day. It's late. And just as I was about to go in a shower, my daughter gets in there. And I said, oh, no, she's going to be in there forever. And she was. Now, I was waiting because it seemed like forever. And I'm pacing in the room, angry, mad. I can't believe this. I'm waiting. I, ha I have to wake up early. Doesn't she know I have to preach in the morning? And you know what that, that all is? That's all pride. How's that pride? You see, pride infiltrates Pride is not an action. Pride is a sin of our hearts. And it infiltrates every action that we make. Our thoughts, our actions. That's why the word of God gets rooted deep down in our heart to help us with all those things. Sin is in us. It's corrupted our DNA. Whether it's our thoughts, our intentions, our actions... It's corrupted by sin. Only the word of God can get deeper than the sin and get out the root of the sin and deal with the root of sin. It was all pride. Why? I am tired. I, 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 I. And the Lord rebuked me, the Holy Spirit of God who lives inside me because I'm saved. Amen. That's it. Not because I'm a spiritual man, not because I'm righteous. I'm righteous in Christ now, but I got saved. Amen. Now the Spirit of God lives in me. He rebuked me. 
pointing out that pride. And you know, I was pacing, mad, about to hurry up in there. I said, you know what? I'm sorry, Lord, for my pride. Let me settle down. I'm tired. And God instilled a joy in there. And instead of this weight of sin, it became a joy. You see, sin is harder to, to bear than to living in the right way. Sin is harder to deal with. And we often will live with our sin. We'll have regrets tomorrow. If you don't allow God to deal with your sin now, you will continue to have regrets. And that sin will also destroy other people around you. It destroys your family, destroys your home, and it destroys you. By humility, humility is the absence of pride. The Lord humbled himself. The Lord humbled himself. He gave up his life in heaven. Gave up himself to come down for us. He made it about us. Not about him, about us. To be humble is for us to stop making it about us and to make it about Christ. You're humble when you start making your life about Christ. Not with your words, not with your actions only, but in your heart. And then the actions proceed forth and the words proceed forth. Humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. And when you put those into action, get humble before the Lord, and you start fearing God, then that's when God's going to bless you with those unsearchable riches of Christ, with the honor. As you humble yourself before the Lord, the Bible says he will exalt you in due time. And life, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Verse 5, thorns and snares are in the way of the froward. Do you know what froward means? Who knows what froward means? A couple people, amen. Froward means not willing to yield. Have a stubbornness. But these are sins of the heart. An unyielding spirit. God can't move you. You only move yourself. Froward. God talks about a froward mouth. Where you got to get the last word in. And some of us, it might not be just the last word here, but it could be the last word in our heart. You're thinking that last word in your heart. Now that's all of us right there, right? We always need to get the last word. Even if we don't say it, we get the last word in our heart in. That's all of us. Why? But we all have that sin. But God wants to deal with it. And when you're humble, though, when you allow the Lord to work, he gets these things out. These things are weights in our life that cause us to get weighed down, to cause us to give up, to cause us uh, to stop uh, looking to the Lord, to cause us to uh, keep walking in the broad way and on the wrong path, causing us to give up. But God wants to deal with these things. He that doth keep his soul shall be far from them. Regretting tomorrow. Don't regret tomorrow. Allow God to change some things in your life today. What, look deep down inside your heart. What regrets do you have from the past? 
I know we all have some. They could be small. Not like I should have did more crunches or something, more pushes, whatever. That's always. I'm talking about life-changing things. What regrets do you have of the past? You know, the devil will keep you stagnant. I got this little fish pond. And the water, it turns green overnight. Man, I'm always dealing with this thing. And the temptation is just to let it stay like that. But it's a lot of maintenance. You got to keep on filtering that water, changing the filters, putting the different uh, additives in there to keep those fish going strong. Amen? But do you know what the, the worst thing is if I let it go? Fish will be dead. Water will start stinking. So the, that is worse than the work. Because when you do the work, you can enjoy the product. And the devil will have us not do the work. The devil will say, no, it's too late. Water's too green. Jesus said, no, it's never too late. We got Christ. And with Christ, he'll turn a mess into a masterpiece. The Lord gives us time of grace in our lives. It's usually between trials, usually between the mountain and the valley. It's a time of rest. And those times of rest, what I found out in my life, those times of rest are for us to get strengthened, are for us to grow in Christ. Amen. We have a baptism today. She's getting ready to get baptized. You will find times of grace in your life for you to get closer to the Lord. That's part of seeing the future. A prudent man foreseeth the evil. If God gives you a time of rest in your life, you better dig into the Bible. You better spend time with the Lord. Why? You got trials and tribulations coming up. And when those times hit, those evil times, you're ready, you're prepared for them. We serve a great God. And if you still have breath in you, you can praise the Lord. You could do something great for him. And you say, well, I'm too old. My life's already done. It is what it is. You will look back five years from now, if God gives you that, and look back today and say, man, I could have handed out more tracts. I could have told more people about Christ. I could have done more for the Lord. I could have reached my neighbor. I could have uh, been a better spouse. I could have been a better friend. Children, you're going to wait till your mom or dad dies to be a better child. I could have been a better child. You're going to wait till your kids are out of the house for your better parent. Listen, you're going to have regrets, but you do not you do not have to let them stay like that. You can change now, you can do things now, you can ask God for that wisdom and grace if you allow him to give it to you. Get rid of your pride. Stop making it about yourself. I'm too busy. I don't have time. I got my career to think about. That's pride. But the Lord humbled himself and became obedient 
unto death, even a death at a cross. And when with humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. Don't give up what truly is the riches, honor, life for the heartache, for the temporal things. Allow the Lord to do a great work. Allow the Lord to change it today. What can you say in your life? I'm going to end with this. What can you say in your life right now that you can give to God, that you can change so that you're not having regrets tomorrow about today? What can you do more for the Lord today that you've regretted in the past not doing? Or will you continue that cycle every five years, looking back and say, I could have done more, I could have done more. Another five years pass, I could have done more, I could have done more. And then the day you stand before the Lord and God says, you could have done more. And you say, I know, but I didn't. The devil wants to keep you stagnant. Change, get moving, get a fire under you. Foresee the evil and hide yourself under Christ. And allow him to change and bless you. You have one life. Your life is valuable. No matter what you did, Christ forgave you. You're not saved today. He wants to forgive you. He wants to use you. The devil will have you stagnant sitting on a tablet on the couch all day. Right? Don't be like that. But I got... 10,000 Facebook friends I need to contact every day. Don't be like that. You're more valuable than that. Get moving for the Lord. Let's close in prayer. Father in heaven, thank you for never leaving us or forsaking us. Thank you for giving us opportunity. We uh, talk about second chances, Lord, but I'm, I'm on my thousandth chance. Lord, you, you've always been good to me. You've always allowed me to come back and get up. And you've always helped me do that. You never pointed the finger at me. You've always accepted me and loved me, forgave me. Help me to do that with one another. Lord, I pray you bless everybody here and under the sound of my voice. Lord, that we don't want any regrets of tomorrow. I pray that you would help us all today to consider our lives and to see all that you've done for us, all that you've given us, and to use it for your honor and glory. Help us to be better people, better Christians, and to do more for you. And we can look back and just thank you and praise you for all the great things you've allowed us to accomplish and do in your name. Lord, I pray you bless uh, this invitation. May you grip our hearts, wake us up. As our time passes, Lord, our life passes. And then it's over. I pray, Lord, as we still have breath, let us praise your name. In Jesus' name. Let's all stand. If God has spoken to your heart, let's come down and pray. Ask the Lord. Let's all stand. If the Lord spoke to your heart, if you, if you do have regrets of the past, we all do. Don't have any regrets tomorrow. Change today. Allow the Lord to take your life and make something great of it give you purpose if you've been living in your own self that's nothing but pride humble yourself make it about the Lord 
you could be seated for one minute, we're going to have a baptism. Amen. Water's a little cold. Amen. Here we have Kamari. She got saved last Sunday. Amen. And uh, Miss Linda was able to lead her to the Lord. Thank God. Uh, Lord's still saving souls. Amen. Thank the Lord, when He uh, saves you if, if you, if you're here, you're not saved. When He saves you, Life enters in, and this is where life begins, at salvation. And baptism is your first step you take as a saved person in the Lord. And baptism means when you go under the water, you were buried with Christ, come up out of the water, you were raised in his image or raised with his resurrection. That's how we have life, because Christ raised from the dead. And because he lives, we can live, and we live in him. And we, are de- we identify ourselves in baptism with the Lord. And when Kamari does this, God's going to bless her. She's gonna, he's going to bless her life amazingly. And uh, the, the road, uh, the devil attacks, but the blessings are well worth it. Amen? Amen? Amen. Kamari, did you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Yes. Amen. Kamari, based on your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm going to baptize you. Based on your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Well, she'll never forget that baptism. That was cold, amen? <clears throat> so thank God uh, for his way. And uh, you don't have to live hurting anymore. You don't have to live with weight, guilt, and sin. Jesus is always there for us. Amen. Let's close in prayer. Father in heaven, Lord, we ask you for your help as, uh, throughout this week. Grip us up, strengthen us, use us, bless us. Lord, we look to you in all we do. I pray you uh, bless our way now as we go out of your house into the world. We step back into the world. May we be lights. May we take the word of God with us. Lord, may we uh, apply what we've heard today, Lord, each day. and Remember you. 
When we wake up, have you on our mind. When we go to bed, have you on our mind. May we get into our Bibles. And Lord, I pray that you would use this church in a mighty way. Bless everybody here. Lord, lift them up as lights in this world. Let them shine greatly for the Lord Jesus Christ. Protect our kids. Bless them also. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless you. Remember, we have Wednesday night service. Come on out Wednesday evening at 7. Wednesday evening at 7.